0: The report cards are in. On today's show, we're going to be giving out our draft grades for all eight members of the Chargers 2022 draft class.
1: You are Locked On Chargers. Your daily podcast on the Los Angeles Chargers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.
0: What is up and welcome into the Locked On Chargers podcast. I'm your host, Daniel Wade, joined, as always, by my co-host, David Drogemeyer, and we've been covering the Chargers together for over six seasons. We're heading into our fifth season as the host of the Locked On Chargers podcast, bringing you your team every day. What is up, guys? Thank you for making this your first listen. We really appreciate that. And to make sure you never miss the show, go subscribe to the Locked On Chargers YouTube channel and also follow the show for free on all platforms, wherever you get your podcasts from. But David. Who doesn't love draft grades? I mean, draft grades can be silly, but more than anything, draft grades are fun. So today we're draft grading all of the eight players the Chargers selected in the 2022 NFL draft, including several A's. I know I have a few A's. I know David has a couple A's, a couple C's as well. But right now we're going to be grading the best players from the Chargers draft class how we see it right now. Things are obviously subject to change, and we will also do a name grade. Where we grade all of the names of the Chargers 2022 NFL draft guys. But even for the bad grades, we're going to do at least something that we like from every player because I think there are things to like from all of the draft picks, even if there are other guys still available that we maybe would have rather selected. But today's episode is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online, as you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before, Bet Online where the game starts. All right, David. Well, on today's show, we're going to get into our draft grades and starting with. The number one pick for the Chargers, the biggest pick that they had to hit in this draft class at 17 overall, and this was one of those years where we really just had no idea who was going to be there, right? We had our guys we were hopeful for, a lot of the guys we liked in that spot early in the draft process ended up going way before the Chargers and way sooner than they were thought to at the beginning of the process. But the Chargers had an all-important pick at 17, and they ended up going with Zion Johnson. And this is kind of a layered grade for this one because I think there are a lot of factors. And obviously, the first factor is who was available, right? Yeah. So you have guys at that point, Jermaine Johnson, a guy who no one thought was going to fall that far. ended up falling, I think, to 26 to the Jets. Nobody saw that one coming. That was a guy that we had very high, you know, as far as the edge rushers we were watching, especially because early in the process, it seemed like he'd be there. Then he tore it up at the Senior Bowl lot of other factors right you had Trent McDuffie there and the other thing is, is you had Trevor Penning there David which is obviously the one that was very talked about for the Chargers because and of Traylon Burks too Traylon Burks is another guy for sure that went you know pretty quick after that so for the Chargers David with that pick getting Zion Johnson what grade did you give it
1: Yeah, I mean, looking at the players that were available at that time and just looking at the type of player that Zion Johnson is, at least what we evaluated him to be, which is one of the more complete players in the NFL draft, you know, in the 2022 NFL draft, because there's not much that he just doesn't do well. He's an exceptional pass protector. He's a fantastic run blocker. He can climb to the second level. He's very intelligent. He seems to be very personable. Um, what he does on the field, I mean, it, it's it's fantastic. He's going to step in and be a solidifying, steady, steadying force for the Chargers' offensive line for hopefully many years to come. For me, it's the pick. It's an A plus. It's a great. Mm-hmm. It's a fantastic pick. It's one of my favorite picks of this draft class because you know what you're getting. He's just going to be a steadying force. It's come going to come in and play offensive line at a high level for a long time.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think what goes more into the grade for me and why it's an a for me a very solid a I mean borderline a plus somewhere in between that right but I think what does it for me is the fact that they went with that instead of Trevor Penning. just because I had such yes. hesitation about taking him at 17 he went to the Saints right after that so it's not as if he wasn't a very highly thought of but for the Chargers and for the scheme they run that was just a pick that really scared me the Chargers weren't swayed by positional value they didn't go with the fourth best tackle they went with the best player at his position in zion johnson i think that's the other big part of it for me because i do think he was better than Kenyon green who went a couple picks before the chargers got up there that was a weird pick kind of out of here yeah. didn't didn't see that one coming but i do think that you know when you're talking about the 17th pick yeah i mean you could have the best quarterback right nobody wanted a quarterback but like you were already on like the fourth best fifth best receiver right yeah. you're on the fourth best tackle you didn't get the corners that you wanted, right, guys like Derek Stingley and Sauce went way before you got to pick. Trent yeah. McDuffie still would have been solid. Jermaine Johnson still would have been solid. So, I mean, I would have been okay in giving good grades to those picks as well, I probably, I mean, I think. But I think for what the Chargers have done now, now we have perspective on what they've done after the draft too, right? And that'll change how we feel about a couple of those positions, especially corner and edge specifically with the Bryce Callahan and Calvin Van Noy signings. But, David, equally as important, What's the name grade for Zion Johnson? The one thing I like is that he's going to be, you know, a borderline Pro Bowl player, even as a rookie, and he was the cleanest prospect in the draft. But name wise, David, that can change everything. Just because you're a great A player doesn't mean you have a great A name. What'd you give it?
1: You're absolutely right. I think, I mean, the last name for me is just one of the most popular last names in the United States. Very normal last name, sure. Yeah, it's kind of like, eh, Generic, but, I guess. But, but then you got the Zion. Yeah. as a name a z name that's instantly cool and it kind of just <laughs> re- reminds me of uh planet of uh you know xenon you know oh when, yeah when you were a kid yeah i mean i watched the warrior it the princess on. right or yeah, Zena, disney channel, Zena, come on.
0: no you're talking about disney channel one, yeah, of, the, one of the classics
1: yes absolutely so no sort of because the zion name there it, it's it's definitely an a i mean I, you just don't see a lot of z names it, it instantly stands out
0: I was more of a Cartoon Network guy than a Disney guy when I was growing up. Okay, for cartoons. fair enough. Each their own. I gave it an A minus. Uh, I think it's just the position matters too, and I think Zion Johnson as a guard like that just sounds like a guard that could be good for a very long time. I think it's a I very did. good offensive lineman name, Zion yeah. Johnson. Like, and it also sounds like a lunch pail guy too. Uh, you get all those sounds strong in it? So, but David charged out another top one hundred pick. Their last top one hundred pick ended up being at seventy nine. J T Woods a.k.a. the heartbreak kid, something that David likes. Maybe it plays into his grade, maybe it doesn't. Safety from Baylor, a guy that some people had right around where the Chargers got him. Some people had later grades on him. And there's also, you know, been rumblings that a lot of teams were a lot higher on JT Woods than what the draft consensus was, or at least the mock draft consensus as it was. So what did you give him as a grade, David? Because that's an interesting prospect.
1: Yeah. JT woods was when they made that pick, I was like, really a safety here right now. I, I just, I didn't really understand the pick at the time, but then you go back and you watch him and then you're like, okay, I understand it now because now you're allowing the rest of your safety be safeties to be that much more multiple. You can move Derwin James around the formation a lot more. You can have Nas Adderley in the box or back deep. That's what JT Woods allows you, just even more versatility, because this is a guy, another guy that can play on the back end. Um, and, you know, looking at the available players that were there, you know, you had a Cordell Flott, which I know is a name out there. A lot of people looked at, uh, you know, you had Nakobe Dean, which fell like just tremendously far. Cameron
0: Thomas, another guy further. that you watched too.
1: Yeah, Cameron Thomas. But. After watching the JT Woods pick, uh, I, I kind of liked it because I can envision what the Chargers can use him in and see how he does in their secondary. So I think the the grade for me is a B minus. Uh, I think it's really solid after uh, I figured out how he would fit in in this scheme.
0: Sure. And I mean, this is just all how we feel about it right now, right? I think getting a safety was such an underrated need. I liked that part of it. Two things I really like about this dude, and two reasons I really like the pick. The takeaway ability, leading the NCAA last year in interceptions, right? And also the quick trigger to get downhill, the recognition, all of those things are pluses. The tracking of the ball is a big plus for him as well, and the ability to let Derwin James be more freed up. I like the pick a lot, and I gave it a B, solid B. Name grade time, David. JT Woods, the
1: heartbreak kid, what's your name grade? JT Woods just by itself, you know, it's kind of eh. But the Heartbreak Kid, hello. I mean, the the nickname brings it way up for me. I'm a gigantic WWE fan. I have never made any bones about it or mistakes uh, or covered it up at any point. Um, Shawn Michaels was one of the best wrestlers of all time. And so having the nickname the Heartbreak Kid and also just where it comes from, him getting interceptions to close out games and get victories for his squad. That is big, and I want to see him bring that to the Chargers. So the Heartbreak Kid moniker brings it to an A+++, baby. Yeah, I mean, A+++. plus.
0: I mean, I guess we have that's a it. winner in the names. I think JT Woods even by itself, all great, just off the name itself, I think that's just a, a good B-plus safety name. Like JT Woods goes. It just happens to work. It's just, it just rolls off the tongue. JT Woods, that's a name you could be hearing for a long time. Justin least- Timberlake. Justin Timberlake. That's Tiger a great Woods. call as well. I mean,
1: names
0: yeah, yeah. I mean, a lot of good ones there. I mean, J.T. Woods. I just it has a nice ring to it. I mean, it's definitely something that I think underrated name of this draft class. The heartbreak kid, breaking the hearts of quarterbacks across the country. I mean, that is just something I absolutely love. But coming up next, we have three more picks in the middle rounds. David Isaiah Spiller coming up. Jamari Sawyer. I think there might be some good grades on that one. A great value pickup and Tito. Is a great, great name. So we're going to get into that because I absolutely love the name Tito, but the place I love to place my bets is betonline.net because they're official betting sponsor of the Locked On Charge podcast and the Locked On podcast network. And what a weekend to be placing bets. I mean, the UFC fights were absolutely crazy. I mean, the one fight, you know, wasn't great, but. If you had anything going on, Michael Chandler, just to see him kick a dude in the face like that and knock him out, I mean, that was crazy. And he had two championship belts on the line. The gate sheep Oliveira, that fight was crazy as well. And they had a ton of great bets at betonline.net. But if you're looking for Charger stuff, you can do that too. And I can tell you, as of very recently when I checked it, guess who the favorite is to win MVP on betonline.net. His name rhymes with Schmuston and, and, and you can you can guess that one. But there's a lot of great NFL bets as well, as far as you know, who's gonna win the Super Bowl. <laughs> if you might want to get on that one now, because that one is getting you know worse and worse odds because the Chargers are, you know, making some real noise as far as how other teams feel about them and how they're thought of around the week, which is all very exciting. But it's not just football, it's not just UFC, it's basketball playoffs. We have baseball going on right now, any kind of playoffs, esports right to your favorite Vegas casino games. You can find everything with betonline.net because betonline is where the game starts. All right, David, we still have more player grades to give out, and we also have some more name grades to give out, and there's some very strong names, I would say, in this part of the draft. We're getting in the Chargers' next three picks, and we'll wrap the show up with their final three picks, including an A on day three in round seven for the Chargers coming up. At the end of the show and A getting handed out, and there's not a lot of A's gonna be on this show. But David, let's go to round four, pick 123, and it's gonna be Isaiah Spiller, the running back from Texas AM. From a need standpoint, made a ton of sense, right? I mean, the Chargers needed a backup running back. He ended up being like the seventh running back or something ridiculously taken when he was pretty universally thought of as the third best running back in this draft class. I think getting a third best running back at pick 123 definitely has some value David when you were grading in trying to put a letter to that about how you feel about that pick right now what did you come up with
1: yeah I mean looking at at, at just at the position and looking at the value and looking at how he's going you know what he's going to do for the Chargers I like the pick from that standpoint because this is a back that I feel like is you know there's not going to be much drop off when he you know jumps on the field and Austin Eckler is on the on the on the sideline for a, a few you know, getting a, getting a blow, but I think, I think he's
0: very mature too. Like he, he yeah. seems pretty pro ready. Like you feel like yeah. he can make an impact this year and you're expecting him to
1: right. Yeah. I mean, a guy that's got good hands, a guy that's got some good shakes, some good wiggle, not a, you know, crazy amount of speed, but I mean, he, he can take it, you know, great contact balance. I think one of the, one of the things that I liked about him the most was the contact balance. He can really bounce off of a field that are trying to tackle him and keep going. So I really love that about him. Some of the guys that, you know, <laughs> that probably brought this down, from not an A to me, is that there was Calvin Austin that went at 138, and that was, you know, one of the guys I really, really wanted to bring into the fold for the Chargers just to bring that speed element um, that I feel like they've been missing. But, um, you know, with all things considered, I think the it's a B-plus for me just because I feel like they finally found their backup running back, the RB2.
0: We, for the first time today, have tied on a grade. We, I also had a B-plus for Isaiah Spiller. The readiness is there. The one thing I like the most is the vision. The dude has some crazy vision. He knows where the hole is. He knows how to get through it. And he has a lot of proven competition on his resume. While also not having so many carries where you worry about the tread left on the tires. And Isaiah Spiller, I think, is going to be an impact player for the Chargers offense this season. Like, I think he's going to have a role. I I think as far as where I see him in the, you know, running back hierarchy, to me, he's easily number two. He has to prove it. But to me, he's my, you know, my favorite to be the second running back for the Chargers. And I mean, even with those other guys and Larry Roundtree and obviously Josh Kelly having a head start. But Isaiah Spiller, David, as far as a name goes, that could be a different story. What did you give a name? Isaiah Spiller. What do you make of that?
1: Yeah, I mean, I I think I like the Isaiah name, you know, a little bit of a biblical kind of situation going on there. But, uh, I mean, I I think, you know, when you pair that with Spiller, I think there's just some kind of magic there. I I like the Spiller last name.
0: CJ Spiller, obviously.
1: Yeah, yeah. I just think that's going to sound really, really good when they're saying, touchdown, Isaiah Spiller. So, for that reason, I am going a solid B for the name. I got like like, some Shark Tank vibes there from David. Like, and for that reason,
0: I'm out. (laughs) I think Isaiah Spiller, I like the CJ Spiller thing. There is no relation to CJ Spiller, but solid running back name, solid B name grade. Let's get to pick five, David, for the Chargers. Pick 160 in round five. Defensive tackle from UCLA. A lot of UCLA USC connections, always with the Chargers in the draft class. Otito Obonia. One of my favorite names, spoiler alert, of this draft class to be sure. But as a defensive tackle prospect, David, as a guy in the fifth round with, you know, maybe a couple other guys available, the Chargers could have took a shot on. How'd you feel about that one?
1: Yeah, I mean, I think we've arrived at my lowest grade oh. uh, of the day here um, on the show. I, I th- yeah, yeah, I'm not, not, I'm not going to say I'm a hater. But I mean, just looking at some of the guys that were available, like, you know, DeMarco Jackson out of App State went to the Saints and Kyle Phillips, the wide receiver from UCLA, went to the Titans. But the big one for me is I feel like, you know, they really could have took a chance on Kingsley and Nagbear, who went Enagbare, uh, yeah, yeah, excuse me, and out of South Carolina who went to the Packers late um, at 179th overall. I feel like I would have uh, preferred that pick uh, over Abonia. Um, But one thing I do like about him is he has very strong hands. He uses his hands to shed blocks and and get off of blockers. I think that's a big, uh, you know, feather in his cap and a a good aspect to his game. Um, But as far as the fit, um, I I didn't personally see it, at least, uh, you know, after watching. So that's why I gave it a C minus. A C
0: minus. Okay, yeah, no, that's pretty low. I I gave him a C plus. It was between a C-plus and a B-minus for me because it's one of those things where I don't see it now, but I understand why they picked it. And so one of the things I did like about him was the upper body strength, you know, the ability to uproot offensive linemen in front of him in times, be able to lock him out, throw him away, you know, and find the ball carrier. I did think he did find the ball carrier nicely. And I think that the plan for the Chargers to take the pick, right – building the defensive tackle depth because the depth was so poor. I mean, the overall talent there just wasn't enough last year. And now, you know, they're planning for the future. They're bringing a developmental guy and it is all projection, but super long arms, super, you know, strong in the top half. I think a lot of things to be excited about traits wise there, but David, the name for me, easy, a Tito Abonia. That is a great, great name. I'm excited to say it. I'm excited to yell it at the TV. Tito Abonia. Great name. A for me.
1: Tito Abonia is gonna be all Abonia quarterbacks when he gets all (laughs) these sacks. Oh no! He's a dad. He's
0: allowed to make bad. I know. I
1: am. I am. I'm. I'm allowed the dad (laughs) jokes, and hopefully you laughed at it. (laughs) I mean, I laughed. The name is the name is fantastic, guys. I mean, hello. I mean, it's the international flavor there. I love it. Yeah, absolutely. Abonia, fantastic name. A plus. Gotta love it.
0: Yeah, that's a great. It's a great, great name. The next one I'm going to have a higher player grade than I am a name grade and it's Jamari Sawyer, the guard from Georgia, best value pick for the Chargers in the draft. You know, committing to the offensive line in a real way, getting a guy who I feel like for the value that you got in the 6th round, like you can easily make the argument he was the best player still available at that point and a position that you really didn't have much depth at. For me, That grade, David, A.
1: He's the second A for me off the board today. Jamari Sawyer, love the pick. We are in agreement once again, Daniel. Obviously, no surprise here. I was a big fan of Jamari Sawyer in this draft process, just watching him, expecting him to go somewhere in the third to fourth round. And when you get him in the sixth, (laughs) I think that just magnifies the value times 10. It's like, this is a guy I feel like can step in and play guard and start playing guard right away I've I, that's how confident I am in him and one of the things I liked about Jamari Sawyer the most is this guy has brute strength yeah, well. he has the ability to completely uproot whatever defender is in front of him and move him against his will that is what I love about Jamari Sawyer so yeah I, we're in agreement it's an a but what did you give the name yeah the Jamari Sawyer name I don't know it, it kind of makes me feel like you know uh, like you know tom sawyer and i don't know i'm not a you know i'm not a huge fan Uh, i'm gonna go c plus on the name and it doesn't and also it doesn't ring like offensive linemen to me so c plus jamari sawyer what would that be i don't know what
0: position that name would be i gave it a b minus fine name it's a little tough to say but when you get it right it feels good (laughs) so that you know you get a little present because it feels nice jamari sawyer it's, it's actually grown on me. I'm going to go B minus. I'm going to stick with B and not minus for now because we still have three more grades to get to, including an A in the seventh round, a grade A for a seventh rounder. You have to love that. So we're going to get into the last three picks for the Chargers in the draft coming up after this. But the one thing, David, I have noticed out of this draft class, though, a lot of dudes who are built like a brick house that makes me think they're eating a lot of built bars, which are my favorite protein bar. And there's so many great flavors to choose from. That's what I think, Sets them apart is the taste and the flavors. So many great flavors. So many options of Built Bars. You can get the traditional Built Bar protein bar. It tastes like a candy bar. It has that, you know, protein bar feel, which also has the great taste because it's covered in chocolate. It's soft and easy to chew. Doesn't taste waxy or chalky. I love that. But you could also go Built Granola Bars with flavors like white chocolate berry. That's a great flavor. I love white chocolate. You could also go with the Built Puffs, where they have flavors like banana cream pie and churro. Those things should never fit on your diet. With Built Bar, you're getting all of those different flavors. You can keep switching it up so the diet doesn't get boring. And most bars are packed with 17 grams of protein with less than 130 calories and less than 4 grams of net sugars and 4 grams of net carbs. So when you're eating something that's chocolate peanut butter flavored or cookies and cream flavored and it fits on your diet and someone's like, hey, you're not allowed to eat that because you're on a diet. And you're like, no, actually... I can't eat this, even though I'm on a diet, even though the flavor is cookies and cream. That's what you get with Built Bar, and you also can save some money, because since you listen to the show, you can go to built.com, use the promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your order. That's promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at Bilt.com. All right, David, well, we have three more players and three more players' names to grade on today's show, and there's things that we like about all of these different players, a lot of things to like, but... Obviously, a lot of it has to do with who is on the board, what the Chargers need, you know, and obviously now we know a little bit more of what this roster looks like. But thank you guys so much for making us your first listen and having some fun with some draft grades because that's what they're meant to be. I click on draft grades. I always see it, even though I think it's a little bit silly and we still have to wait to see what these prospects are. But I still find it to be a lot of fun. So let's get into the final three picks of the draft, David, here, starting with Jasir Taylor. Ooh, that sounded fun. That was a fun name to say. We got a strong name candidate here, David, a cornerback from Wake Forest, round six, pick 214, and he gets a C for me. And it's only, it's not even his fault. You know what I mean? That's the sad part. It's not his yeah. fault you get to see it. It's because Bo Melton was still available. I wish the charge would have added a little bit of extra speed, and I think Bo Melton brought that little bit of yak, that top-end speed running in the mid four threes. I liked him. I couldn't believe he went all the way where he did with the Seahawks in round seven. Crazy. But that's the way it ended up playing out. And I think that's the one thing also the Chargers haven't addressed, right? Since the draft, they still don't have that aspect in their receiving room the way we see it right now. But Jazeer Taylor does bring a lot to the table. I mean, as far as, hey, he's a prospect, up and down numbers, started 60-plus games, which is crazy at Wake Forest. There are there's some things to like, but I gave it a C.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think for me the the big reason for my grade here is just in the sixth and seventh rounds, you're just looking at guys that have traits, that have Just some kind of skills that may fit well in your system. And, you know, so for the philosophical aspect of them trying to continue to add to their secondary and add guys that could be impact guys on special teams, I give it a C. Because it's kind of, and it's more like a incomplete grade. It's like, all right, it is. I, I see the 100%. pick, but show me what you're going to do. Uh, the one thing I like about Jasir Taylor is the special teams value he brings to the table. He had a return touchdown, um, and I expect this is a guy that's going to be able to play, you know, Gunner on special teams. He has that type of speed, and the Chargers need to upgrade speed. So um, that's why I gave it a C.
0: Yeah, I, I think that's all super fair. I, I do think that is one thing that he does bring to the table, right? It is the kickoff return ability. Yeah. He ran one back last year. It's not something he did throughout his entire career, but last year yeah. he was very good at it. And you like that there's competition, even when you have someone like DeAndre Carter, that they're yeah. creating competition on special teams, because we saw, you know, how many dudes average, you know, sixteen yards per return last year on kickoff, Larry Roundtree, KJ Hill. I mean, it was really bad before Andre Reid showed up. Ended up being a huge signing. Now there's competition there, and I love that. And I like stashing cornerbacks, especially with the depth. And you can only you know carry so many, but you're using four on the field. Sometimes you know what I mean. Like you use so many of them, but you can only keep so many on the roster. Nice, you know, potential practice squad guy if he doesn't make the team. But you never know when you play special teams and you have a chance to shine. Maybe he'll take advantage of it. The name though, just see your Taylor. I love that name. That's a great oh, yeah. name. I love. I just love the way it sounds. I love the way it looks. That's an an A minus grade for me for sure. Name grade.
1: Oh man, I feel like this is a name that I I heard in like the mummy. You know, as a, as a guard, Jaseer. I love it. You know, I, I think is a it, great name. A guard or like you know even a pharaoh like pharaoh Jaseer. I can definitely sounds, hear yeah. that in my mind. So I, I think because of the applications of the name, uh, yeah, I'm definitely a big fan. I'm gonna go A minus as well.
0: Yeah, that's a solid name, Jasir, Jasir Taylor. That's a great name. Also, a defensive back that has the last name of one of my favorite, probably my favorite safety of all time in Sean Taylor. So, love that, love that, and a defensive back. Great defensive back name. Now we go to round seven, David. The final day, the final round of the NFL draft, pick 236. The Chargers originally had four seventh-round picks. They traded with the Bears, of course, two of their seventh-round picks to get their sixth-round pick that they traded in the Khalil Mack trade. They get it back, but the Chargers have two seventh round picks they did get to select. And the first one was Dean Leonard. Dean with an E. Maybe that plays a factor in the name game. A cornerback from Ole Miss. A really cool story because the dude was playing on the Calgary Dinos a couple of years ago, collegiately in Canadian, you know, in Canada, playing American football up there. That is something that is really cool. And it's crazy to see how far this dude came because he just got thrown in against the SEC. <laughs> Just the craziest Jameson Williams and Traylon Burks and all those crazy dudes that are down there. Really cool story. Definitely a dude I'm pulling for. David, what did you give the grade here at two thirty six for Dean Leonard?
1: Yeah. So again, with guys in the six and seven rounds, it's just a dart throw. You know, it's a shot in the dark. See sure. if they these guys can come in and earn a role. Um, and and for Dean Leonard, I think that you know one of the things that I liked about him is just he didn't allow his circumstances to dictate his future. You know, he he started out in the CFL or you know in in the col- college. Uh, yeah. Calgary college, you know, in, in Canada and, you know, he made his way to the sec and then you you know, found himself getting drafted by the chargers. So just him showing that perseverance everywhere he went and he continues, you know, to, to, you know, make his own future. So I love that. Um, So yeah, another, you know, see here grade, you know, for me just because I got to see what he's going to be able to do and hopefully, yeah. you know, for his sake, you know, he's can continue that journey and uh, you <laughs> know, earn a role for the chargers.
0: David is just such a hater. Just doesn't want any of these guys to succeed. Giving them C grades, right? I gave him a B minus. I I think it's in (laughs) the way better than what David did. And uh, the traits are there, right? Sub four four forties in the four threes for for as far as forty time. You see the development just in the last couple of years and how moldable that skill set may be. He has a bigger frame. He's a legit you know six foot type of corner. So that's something that he has definitely going for him another guy who even if he doesn't make the roster is definitely going to be probably a practice squad guy but a guy that has the tools has the traits right and you know is starting to get the experience over time to try to make a difference at some point but i do think yeah i mean get as many of these guys as you can so you're not you know bringing off the guys off the street the chargers had to in the secondary last year and how many guys that had to get thrown in there now you have you know. A borderline farm system, even if they don't make the team, with the practice squad where you can try to get some talented corners and some talented secondary members because we know how important they are to Brandon Staley. And, and you have those guys training and practicing with you, right, and, and learning the culture, learning the technique, learning the scheme, all of those things. Love that part of it. Gets a B minus. The name, C plus. Dean Leonard. Dean with an E. I don't like it.
1: Yeah, I don't like it either honestly, but um, you know, I, one thing it tells me is that, you know, their their parents had to be a big movie fan, you know, because of James Dean and uh, you know, they had to to love Star Trek, you know, cuz of Leonard Nimoy. Fred so, Dean, Charger. Yeah. Yeah, and hey, and a and a Charger fan as well. So, you know, for the for those reasons, uh, you know, that's why it's going to be a, a B- for the name. B minus, yeah, B
0: minus, C plus. We're we're right around the same right there. I mean, Dean Leonard, Dean with an E. I mean, I just have to warm up to it, Dean. Leonard, Leonard, Leonard. I don't know. I don't know about Leonard. Leonard, I don't know how I feel about Leonard Nimoy. Yeah, like, you know. But, alas, we have one more pick, David. And I know I might have said at some point that there was an A being given out. And it's an A from me for the 260th pick in the 2022 NFL draft, Xander. Horvath, the fullback from Purdue, superstar Zander Horvath. (laughs) The most athletic fullback of all time coming out of college because he's not really a fullback. The the fullback part of his game is going to have to come a long way. This is more just like a I love that the Chargers are just going to be like, let's just take a freak show dude and figure it
1: out, right? Like He's literally, brain. says, so gonna we're just going to figure it out.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's it's a fullback <laughs> that's hurdled at least four defenders that I know of that I've seen with my own two eyes, right? And oh, I yeah. mean, and it wouldn't surprise me if that's double that, right? Because I didn't get to oh, watch yeah. every single game, but a dude that runs mean, a dude that runs super straight up, and I don't really know if he could just be a traditional running back in that sense, but. You know, trying to make him a Kyle check type of player, right? Trying to make him one of those versatile fullbacks that, you know, they probably had in mind for like a Gabe neighbors. I just like that. You know, I just like the thought process of, okay, let's just bring this dude in and see what happens. We're just going to take a gamble on a, you know, super high traitsy guy.
1: Yeah. I mean, you know, an athletic freak, right? A guy that is a just a freak the, of nature.
0: Mean, that, yeah. that name that gets thrown around a lot. Xander <laughs> Horvath. I mean, whoa
1: tests tests out of the building for sure one thing i like about xander Horvath is just he has deceptive quickness for a bigger a bigger running back a, give, yeah. a bigger fullback like you know he just moves in ways that you don't expect and and i i love that you know when people just don't expect you to be able to do certain things and you just go Watch this, and you know you see him hurdle and jump over somebody, or you know shake somebody, or outrun somebody. <laughs> That's what Xander Horvath was capable of doing. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I like I like the pick. Uh, I think it's kind of funny, but I, I'm going to go with a B.
0: Yeah, I mean, the thing is, this dude is. <laughs> Maybe the least likely member of this to make the team, right? But, like, yeah. I think you see the role there. If he could take Gabe Nabors' spot, I mean, that's probably what he's going for. And we'll see, you know, if they want to carry a fullback, you know, if they think of him more as that fullback tight end hybrid. He did have pretty good hands, yeah. um, you know, and, and limited action for sure, but definitely pretty soft hands. A very athletic dude for sure that just, you know, the vertical, the broad jump, the, you know, 10-yard splits, the even the – agility stuff i mean he had really good grades and he's like six three you know he'll probably play around 240 i would have to think which is going to be a very scary sight for anybody to see and david the best total grade if we're going off of name grade and off of you know player grade or draft pick grade the name's an a plus for me the grade oh, is I'm- an a and the name grade is an a plus for me
1: how could it be anything else? He sounds like a damn Viking. Like, you, you know, his family was out there pillaging and going oh, out there and and grabbing stuff. I mean, that's a fantastic name. It, it sounds like a Viking King. Xander it's like, you Horvath. know,
0: Alexander the Great. You know yes. what I mean? There's, you know, Xander the Great. Definitely could be something for him. I mean, Horvath, it's just like there's something about it. It just. Xander
1: Horvath. I mean, come on. How does that not sound like a Viking to you?
0: And I mean, to and me, I don't even know if it's a Viking. It might be like a an evil villain. Like Xander <laughs> Horvath. Xander definitely sounds like a bad guy name to me. So I think he could be a super villain or something of that nature as well, which is still cool. And plenty yeah. of villains have great names. You know what I mean? So yeah. Xander Horvath, man. obviously, you know. Temper your expectations, take it with a grain of salt. (laughs) But I mean, it's just it's a fun thing. We'll see how it's deployed. I'm excited to at least see it. But there are guys at the end of the roster, right, who are going to have to compete with the rest of the undrafted free agents and trying to fight for the team because it's not a given, especially if you're a late round pick that you make it. We're pulling for all these guys for different reasons, right? One reason or another. But draft grades are fun. We hope you guys enjoyed that with us. We might do Twitter Tuesday tomorrow, so keep an eye out for that on Lockdown LAC. We're also going to be talking about the undrafted free agent soon. We're also going to be having some draft experts and some college experts coming on the show to talk about the Chargers 2022 draft class. It's been a fun draft, a fun week last week with the signings of Kyle Van Noy obviously and bryce callahan but thank you guys for checking it out and making us your first listen today as always make sure you're subscribing to the lockdown Chargers youtube channel so you never miss the show and see all the weird faces and things that we make and we love our podcast audience as well it's how we start and we definitely appreciate you guys and you can follow and find the show for free on all platforms or wherever you get your podcast from and if you like the show make sure to rate and review too because that always keeps us going we really always appreciate that you can also find me on twitter at dan and David Drogmeyer on Twitter at drotalksd. You guys can always hit us up on there for anything. And you can also find the show on Instagram at Locked On Chargers and on our Locked On Chargers Facebook page. But David, Twitter Tuesday tomorrow, undrafted free agents, draft specialists. We have a bunch on the docket coming up for you guys soon. But we'll be back with you guys tomorrow. Until then, take it easy and go, Bolts.